Hello and welcome to Football Portal. My name is Saru. We had an accident last week where we recorded an entire episode and we couldn't hear my voice or our guest voice or Yash's voice for an, or pretty much anyone's voice, right? So we had to basically scrap that episode. But now we are back and we haven't really changed much technologically. We're just praying that this works fine. All right, Yash, what's up? Hey. And the guest, it's like a big break now. Yeah, and the guest we had last week is back this week. Manav. Yeah, hi, hi. Am I audible? Am I audible? Dude, I mean, to me, you are. <laughs> Tomorrow when the recording goes, <laughs> we'll find out if you're actually audible. Yeah, that's what All right. I'm saying. Alrighty, guys. Let's start talking about everything that's happened for two weeks. We can fluidly interchange topics. But the one constant is that Manchester United is going to win the Champions League and the Premier League. So, who <laughs> who wants to tackle this subject first? <laughs> Manav. Yeah. Yeah, so Man United, yeah, so they've done pretty well in the two games after the international break, one away to against Newcastle and away at Paris as well. But again, when these were again away games and when you, the next game, which was Chelsea this Saturday, it was a nil-nil draw, pretty boring match. It had just one shot on target in the entire second half that also came in stoppage time. Chelsea had only one shot on target the entire match. So, of course, it was a very boring match. And after the highs of winning against Newcastle and Paris, it was a pretty low performance. But And you could see that neither of the sides wanted to commit a mistake and they were just hoping the other one makes but a mistake. Isn't that the performance of a champions team when they know they want a result and they'll do anything to get that result? Yeah, they, they wanted a draw and they got it. Both the teams. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I think I think Lampard betrayed us by not playing the Nepo kids. <laughs> and Kepa. Yeah. I don't think anyone who do have you mentioned Nepo kids as a term on this podcast before? <laughs> I don't know. I mean it's become such a common parallel in our lives that we assume our <laughs> listeners get it. <laughs> yeah, but the Patrice Evra was a pundit. He, I don't even know why Sky is paying him money anymore because all he does is just tear up my contract one week. Next week he says, "Oh God, that was such a boring game." <laughs> it's like there's no pretense of even trying to hold people back to watch the second half of the game. No, but uh, this is what sells these days, right? Authenticity. I mean, everyone. Was all uh, I mean? The general viewer was complaining that uh, punditry has become too sanitized. It was okay ten years ago when we didn't have technology to voice our opinions, and we just went along with what those pundits said. Shibu. And of course, now that we have the technology, there are people like us giving our opinions, which are frankly much better than the sanitized opinions in those studios. Yeah. So therefore, I- they have to get someone like Evra who'll say all sorts mm-hmm. of crazy things, and maybe there's some truth in there. Maybe there's some exaggerations, but it's a lot of fun. Is that why Talksport got Troy Deeney as their new signing? <laughs> so they have Troy Deeney and they have this guy, Gabby Agbonahor. Remember that uh, guy? Uh, yeah. I still, yeah. I still uh, you so can I, take these guys out of uh, the Premier League, but not Premier League out of these guys. <laughs> So, Agbonahor basically made a comment against Leeds or something, right? 
before the Aston Villa Leeds game and Leeds obviously won that game 3-0 with a Nepo kid ex Nepo kid scoring a hat-trick <laughs> <laughs> so all the Leeds fans basically piled onto him on Twitter and right. his reply is like oh god is your club so petty that they can't even take a tweet in good sport <laughs> But doesn't uh, on the side note doesn't Mano will look a little like Shebi Singh now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's getting there. <laughs> uh, but frankly, from what I remember, Shebi Singh used to be a lot of fun because, again, was. like I said, he wasn't he his opinions were sanitized. He, he was right out there with his you yeah. know opinions, which often used to turn out turn out right just randomly, not because he was a great analyst. And then he used to gloat like, "Oh, that's what I said. See, yeah, I'm yeah. so right." Yeah. His favorite dialogue was indeed John, as I said twenty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so we were talking back to Manchester United, right? Yep. Did you guys look at the photo of Donny Van Der Beek during the game, looking like, oh, f- what have I done? <laughs> Why am I here? Yeah, yeah it was a think... uh... go ahead, Mano. Yeah, I think everyone did and. Especially, so more than his expression, I think Patrice Evra's post-match comment, why did they sign him, didn't even need him, made more sort of, it went around, uh, it went viral on social media more than the reaction. Because he's, Patrice Evra is saying Man United didn't need him, etc. Which I frankly don't agree with. Because... You are Chevy Singh. You don't have to agree with Patrice Evra. Yeah, yeah, and and again, just like Chevy Singh, maybe four games later, I'll come again on the podcast and tell that in that podcast I mentioned that. <laughs> Wait, you tried pulling off that stunt in last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've done that. <laughs> exactly, I've done that. Uh, yes, do you think yeah. uh, Van der Beek gets all these messages ki every morning he gets a dossier and today Patrice told this about you, <laughs> Rio Ferdinand like abused you this way. I'm sure he has a team which basically gives him a general update, right? Yeah, but I mean, I think he was more upset about what these guys are saying rather than being left on the bench. That's where, <laughs> that's where that look came from. Poor guy, man. Anyway, I'm very happy that Manchester United have moved up the table. They're the 15th on the table right now. It doesn't really... They're still only like, what? Four points... How? What? How? They're five points behind or six points behind the leaders, right? Yeah. Yeah. It could have been more, man. I mean, that Aston Villa game... Uh, uh, Aston Villa were all over leads at the starting. Grealish should have scored a couple of times. Yeah. And had Aston Villa won that game, they would have been on the top of the table. Exactly. And Saruya, as you were mentioning, I said it on the podcast, which didn't really become a podcast that I think Aston Villa Leeds was the game to watch out for. Although the scoreline does not suggest, because it suggests a very dominant lead side, but if you look at the first half and until Leeds scored the first it was a very, very good match. And Patrick Bamford had two amazing goals, just proper number nine goals he scored. Mano, who is a better, better Nepo kid? Uh, Patrick Bamford or Ross Barkley? <laughs> Ross Barkley is an Everton kid, no? Nepo, Nepo, Nepo is not associated. He's an adopted Nepo. Yeah, exactly. No, no, Patrick Bamford. And imagine what Chelsea would do to have him as a third striker right now. <laughs> oh, so Leeds, I'm looking at the table here. So Leeds are six in the table, six games, 10 points. I don't know if it comes as a surprise or not, but my God, man, they're the only team which is going to survive from all the clubs that have come up. 
Yeah, I mean, I I really back West Brom because I just randomly picked them so that I don't have to pick Leeds. <laughs> but yeah, things are not looking good for them. Yeah, uh, Mana, who's worse, West Brom or Fulham? I think Fulham. And West if Brom, someone if someone calling you, Mana? So yeah, no, I think West Brom is worse. I mean, even though they got uh, three goals against Chelsea, but I still think, uh, I mean, since West Brom got three goals against Chelsea, I think Fulham are worse. And Fulham have done absolutely nothing. Man, lost to Arsenal so badly on the opening day of the season. Then again, I'm not convinced about Fulham and Scott Parker at all. I think Scott Parker will be fired until unless he does a press conference like Daniel Farker of Norwich City. Have you guys had the opportunity to see that blessed event? No, I haven't. What are you saying? They asked him about the motivation of Norwich in playing the championship, and then he said it's like it's like you wanting to go out on a date, and <laughs> then but then you're asking the girl if she's eighteen or nineteen, <laughs> and then you're like oh, you're like oh, okay, I'll make the effort and go out, and then there's Kiara Knightley who likes you for who you are, <laughs> and he just goes on into this amazing. So. so uh... So the championship is supposed to be Kiara Knightley, and the Premier League is supposed to be a barely legal girl. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the other way around. Oh. He's like you have to put in the effort to go out with like a barely ah. legal girl, but Kiara Knightley. So you want to go out, right? So you will do that automatically. Ah, okay, now I get it. <laughs> oh, dude, that was so embarrassing. I thought, wow, dude. I mean, someone must have. Uh, Informed him that it, Kiara Knightley is a famous English actress, so you know, take her name rather than someone from Hollywood, some American from Hollywood. I know, but the first thought, I, first thing which came to my mind was that you know, I mean, clearly he's seen Bendit like Beckham, and if he's, <laughs> if he's wow, yeah, I didn't make that connection. Wow, that's brilliant. <laughs> I'm like, if he's seen Bendit like Beckham, why the f- do you think of the Indian girl racist? <laughs> <laughs> Manav, have you watched Bandit like Beckham? Yeah, yeah. I mean, long back. And what I did mean, you? I mean, what did you make of uh, Anupam Kher being rejected there also? <laughs> <laughs> and no one giving him a chance to bowl. Yeah, oh boy. All right, West Ham United chaps. David yeah. Moyes is turning around that ship. What's going on there? He, is he actually a good manager? <laughs> and he's taken like seven years to emerge from the scars left around, left by Manchester United. No, but evidence suggests that uh, they played better when he wasn't there. So I, I think he's just showing up, phoning it in, and like, ha, do whatever you guys were doing before. So he's basically a mascot on the sidelines. Now. Yeah, but they scored those three goals against Spurs with him on the sidelines. So you can't discount that. Are but even a ball boy is on the sidelines. So you can't give the credit. <laughs> Them scoring goes to the ball boy. Have you seen Jose Mourinho give credit to one particular ball boy? Yeah, yeah. it, it, yeah, of it course. was in, in his early matches and it is there in the documentary as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was he was so nice to someone that a pandemic hit the world. <laughs> oh man, but alright, let's talk about some big teams. And so before we take the break, yes, I think my prediction yep. is coming true. Man City are gone. Man, this year they're a goner. It's over. It's done. The dream is over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, un- unfortunately, it's too soon to tell, man. Okay, yeah, and going to West Ham <laughs> is never a good result. Exactly. Let me talk to Manav about this. Yes, Manav. Cool. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, uh, Phil Foden scored a good goal, but otherwise they and Sterling was so off color. They missed the. I mean, in the latter stages, I don't think they had a striker. Sterling as a striker will not work against every team. It might work once in a while, but it's not going to work out. And of course, Antonio, you have a such a uh, huge physical presence inside the box, and then. Of course, I mean they they considered in the first half and could never score two goals back. So yeah, West Ham deserved a point. How how old does Aguero look now? Like yeah, especially after he coloured his hair, it looks <laughs> it makes him look five years older than what he is. So that already makes him like forty years old. Exactly. No oh, man, Manchester City. I'm telling you, yes. Mark my words. This season is going to be downfall. <laughs> They're down. What is downfall for them? Finishing third, fifth. Oh wow! Okay. Out, no. out of Champions League spaces, mm. and one of the reasons, the only reason they may get into Champions League space is because of an injury which has never happened to anyone in the world ever, <laughs> and a club is acting like Liverpool. You know, with yeah. Van Dijk gone. <laughs> They are acting like they are acting like oh my god like dunya khatam <laughs> dude have they not seen injuries ever happen to players <laughs> what is with this desperate acting why is everything with that club so desperate <laughs> no i think uh, their ex players who've got injured and were out for a long time must be feeling so shit right now that <laughs> man i got, i was injured out for ages really to aisa kuch nahi kiya they just abused me saying you are useless Jibril Cisse, Jibril Cisse. He broke his leg, like his leg broke into two. <laughs> and then for one day they said, "Get well, Jibril," and then they sold him the next year or something. <laughs> okay, I get it. Mano, I get it. A big player is injured, but oh my god, what's with the drama around it? Why? <laughs> like, okay, other teams also. Like, I remember there was a season where Bournemouth players, three of them got ACL injuries. Yeah. The one of the seasons where they were just promoted, Callum Wilson had one, and I think when Josh King suffered, so such caliber player for Bournemouth had injuries. Even they didn't make a big deal about it. Is Jurgen Klopp kind of losing the plot? He he abused Carragher also. <laughs> yeah, but I think more than Jurgen Klopp, it's just the fan base, and I I don't know. They just everyone is just exaggerated. You look at Memphis Depay; he scored for Leon, and then he's taking his. Shirt off for uh, with you, Virgil, or something like that. Does does not make any sense. <laughs> oh, he did that. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just that. See, very honestly, you look Liverpool over the last two three seasons. You have to understand that there has not been a long term injury in the last two three years for Liverpool, especially to one of the marquee players. Salah has been available throughout the season, pretty much. Firmino and. The wing backs, Mane, everyone, all the major players. What do you think? The, the way Firmino is playing, he's not available for like seven months of a season. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and that's a different discussion altogether. But it's just that they're out of it. They're they're not just not used to it. The Liverpool people. So yeah, simply, what it means that for an impact sport, it was just I mean, just by law of averages, they should have had a big injury by now. Yeah, yeah. like Abu Dhabi is still injured for Arsenal even now. <laughs> <laughs> He's in like the twenty-fourth year of his contract. <laughs> All right, I think we should take a break right yeah. now. And after the break, I don't know. There are like other games to talk about. So let's do that. Stay tuned to Football Total. Welcome back to Football Total. Manav Everton lost. 
Yeah. Are you happy whenever a team in blue loses or you don't give a shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had it coming. Uh, I mean, <laughs> they it had was, it coming. <laughs> what are you, a goon? <laughs> it was. It was not sustainable. Such such highs of they can have a Leicester season. I'm not denying they still might win the league, but being unbeaten it was going to end at some point of time. Abhi, they were unbeaten for four games. <laughs> I'm sure they can be unbeaten for that long. Yeah, yeah. But, so yeah, no, no. When you compare it to other teams, since they were they and Aston Villa were the only two teams who had like a hundred percent record before mm-hmm. uh, the Merseyside derby. So yeah, it, it it had to come at some point of time and. What I'm referring to is the game against Liverpool. They almost lost it in the end with Pickford uh, a couple of weeks back. So they had it coming, and it just happened that it was Southampton. It was a convincing win for Southampton. They deserved to win it. Okay, there are two things. Yes, and since you are yeah. an amazing fantasy player, football <laughs> player, and I've seen your score, what can Danny Ings and Jay Adams work together in fantasy or in real life? <laughs> Dude, in real life they're killing it. I'm talking about in fantasy. <laughs> Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm I'm sure you can make space for them if you want to have a very differential week. But I mean, I wouldn't suggest taking two Southampton players. That that's just pushing your luck. All right. The next question I have is: Is Ralph hasn't tutled the manager to succeed at Manchester United after Ole Gunnar? <laughs> what no? Why, dude? But that's really coach. setting your sights low, right? I mean, it's not like he's a formal player. I mean, I would have thought about it if he was. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? He's such a good manager. Why yeah, but he... even Moyes was a good mid-table manager. So who do you want? So, so who would succeed Ole? I mean, uh, since everybody is screaming his name, it's it's going to be Pochettino unless he gets appointed somewhere else. So even he was a good mid-table manager only, no? He was higher mid-table, no? Second place, <laughs> yeah. whatnot. The, the Champions League final. Uh, 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 we all know what a fluke that was. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about his former club, Spurs. And now people are saying, they could win it this year. And then they're having like, Hajar caveats. One is that this, <laughs> this is like, such a weird season. Reason number two is, Virgil van Dijk is injured. <laughs> Now, Virgil van Dijk's injury is deciding if Spurs are going to win the league, right? <laughs> and the third one is, anything can happen this season. A team with a bit of momentum. And the fourth reason is, Gareth Bale is coming to form. And once he comes to form, will that is going to be devastating. You're just making this up. Nobody is saying Gareth Bale is going to get into form. I can send you Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher's exclusive conversation on Monday Night Football. But that just that just proves that that's not going to happen. No? <laughs> Alright. But the main reason, Yash, is yeah. the top scorer in Premier League is Son with 8 goals. The top yeah. assist giver in Premier League is Harry Kane with 8 goals. Uh-huh. Those two guys have combined. They're like Ram Lakhan now. Yeah, maybe Spurs are going to have. I mean, why aren't people calling it uh, a Leicester season for Spurs? They are a small team. <laughs> they are really dependent on these two players, like Mares and uh, Wardy, or like Leicester were dependent on Mares and Wardy, and they're giving a lot of assists and to each other and scoring goals for fun. I will tell you, you've been in the media, but I don't know why you don't get nuances. <laughs> if, if if they call Spurs a small team. Then they have to say, Poch was managing a small team and he doesn't have experience to manage a big team. And he won't get the United job when Ole is fired. Dude. Wow. <laughs> but Mano, do you think only because of Harry Kane and Son Spurs are like one of the contenders for the Premier League? 
figure their defense out. I mean, the center backs, although Toby and uh, Deer are their first choice, but they're not doing good enough. I think yesterday was their first clean sheet of the Premier League season. Of the Premier and League also, season, yes, it was. And, and yeah, that also was not a. It was not a convincing victory. Let's be honest. They got the goal of a corner. Burnley did trouble them. Not trouble Loris, but it uh, reached the box as such. So. I mean, the if they figure out the centre-backs, I think they can have a really solid season. And you already know my prediction. I, I, I really think that Spurs will win at least one trophy this year. Yeah. But, oh, one of the things was, first of all, I think Eric Dyer is one of the centre-backs. He is going to be yeah, furniture yeah. in that team. He's like Mourinho's long-lost son. And, yeah. <laughs> and if you've seen the documentary, he suddenly starts talking to Dyer in Portuguese. Yeah. I was surprised Budair actually remembers Portuguese still. <laughs> there was a point in yesterday's game where Mourinho was giving instructions to Carlos Vinicius. Yeah. And Dyer basically, you know, tries to clear a ball but hits the hand of a Burnley player when he kicks the ball. Right. And Griswood. Griswood. And Mourinho charges and screams at Dyer. Uske baad, Dyer did not make one mistake for 35 minutes. He was petrified. Man, I don't know. I have a feeling they're going to win the league this season. Yeah, I mean, the, the midfield, I mean, people are not talking about it, but Hoiberg is, I think, the most value for money signing this season. No, I and, thought it was going to be Regulion, but okay. No, it, it's not. So, Regulion is still young, not proven. I think Hoiberg has experience in the Premier League and he's coming from a good academy. He's a Bayern Academy player and... I mean, he's been running the show for Spurs uh, this season. In the even that Manchester United game, people have only talked about how poor were Man United and how poor was Harry Maguire that game. I think Spurs midfield was running the show that day, especially Hoiberg. And this is even before Marshall got sent off. Yeah. Oh, talking about Harry Maguire. I mean, point well taken, Mano. But talking about Harry Maguire, yash. Did yeah. you see the bear hug given to Aspilicueta? <laughs> yeah. Well. I think this is the little bit of luck uh, Harry Maguire needed to get out of the rut he was in. Wow. You have nothing to comment on how horrible the refereeing is. <laughs> about how useless VAR is. Like, yeah, but we have spoken about all of that before. What's new? It was not like Chelsea were, you know, pressing Man United a lot and they just needed that little bit of uh, good refereeing to win the game. It was a pretty boring game. and I know, but yeah, they need, that, that is the games they need that refereeing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you you wouldn't say that uh, that really, I mean, that, that, like Chelsea deserve to win or something, you know. Oh, no, no. I mean, People will forget about this moment uh, immediately given how horrible VAR has generally been. And Sarubia Maguire seems to be having some sort of luck with the referees in the Chelsea fixture, especially. If you remember last year at Stamford Bridge, he straightened his leg on Rudiger, I think it was, yes. and got away with it and scored a winning header in that goal at Stamford Bridge. <laughs> yeah, I saw a meme where Maguire basically held Greek police in the same headlock he held Aspilicueta. <laughs> that's why he's in jail. Anyway, that's that. Uh, let's see what else happened before we move to the fixtures of this weekend. Oh, one of the I think there were pretty interesting results in the Champions League last week. Huh. Yeah. And before we get that, look at the headline. Lampard still scratching head to find best formula. <laughs> what? Best? Formula. <laughs> Okay. Like, what's the what's the Nepo to actual footballer ratio? <laughs> that <laughs> formula. 
<laughs> All right, Manu, Champions League. Yeah. Can we just not talk about Manchester United, PSG and any other game you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, sure. I think we can talk about uh, Liverpool Ajax and also Real Madrid and Shakhtar. What happened to Liverpool Ajax? I don't even remember. Liverpool, they, Liverpool managed to win 1-0 one one due to a Tagliafico on goal. Did did the entire put up stadium put up a sign We are with you VVD? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think there was any audience. No spectators. Okay. Uh, I don't know, but how tough is Liverpool's group? Who are in their group? No one, man. Atlanta is there, no? Yeah, but I mean, Liverpool will take these teams out easily. No, no problem. Yeah, I mean, we had hopes on the first game because I think so. Interesting thing happened in that game was that they were one nil up in half time, and around mm-hmm. fifty-five, sixty minutes, Jurgen Klopp took all the three strikers off. Mane, Salah, and Firmino came off just at once. On went Diogo Jota and Minamino and another player. So that was pretty surprising for me. So I was just hoping Ajax will push further. Did get Huntelar uh, on for the last twenty minutes or so. But mm. nothing really happened. They had one or two close shaves, but again. Man, first, first of all, I get confused between this Mina, Mina and Mimiso. Which I'm like, what the f*** is that? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yes, do you know the interesting that happened Some that happened with the Real Madrid game? No, no dude. I'll tell you. They played Shakhtar. And mm-hmm. Shakhtar had like 10 players for 10 first-teamers with COVID positive. So, they couldn't play. Uh. They're like, right. Abhi, then they found like Butler's son and everyone. They cobbled <laughs> a team together. <laughs> and they said, go, beat Real Madrid children. Um, and those guys <laughs> destroyed Real Madrid in the first half. I think they took a 3-0 lead. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. 3-0 at something. Man, if if basically like Butler's sons and Cobbler's sons can do they that. Make, you, the yeah. Ukrainian film industry should make a movie just on this match. Nine brave souls. Yeah. <laughs> so the only question I have yes is if yeah. unexperienced useless boys can beat Real Madrid, why can't Messi? <laughs> <laughs> I I guess uh, Barca didn't take the take the message that was being sent by the Ukrainians to them that don't be predictable, just play random people because football has become so formulaic right now that. So long as such a big change happens in front of you, you don't know how to change, how to face it. Yeah, actually, that may be true, no? Because yeah. of the amount of analytics and everything. Huh. If you just like play, <laughs> if you actually play like two strikers. Yeah, mystery play. players, mystery formation, mystery this and that. Oh, dude, that's going to be so cool. <laughs> Imagine Mourinho puts a team out of like Lucas Mora, Gareth Bale, Harry Kane, Son. Harry Kane centre back. Yeah, yeah. He, Harry Kane is he's such a good centre back. He's doing a fabulous job defensively. <laughs> that's that's going to be Manchester United marquee defensive signing next season. <laughs> two hundred mil for a centre back, Harry Kane. Alrighty, guys, we are going on for too long. Let's do this. What are your games to watch this weekend? I think United versus Arsenal, so that definitely takes the limelight. Are you not scared? Are you not scared that that match is going to be another boring nil-nil draw? No, I, I doubt it's Ateta and he barely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he barely attacks. That's yeah, it. yeah, because last week everyone was saying that these two teams don't know how to defend. It's going to be a goal fest, and it didn't turn out like that. <laughs> exactly. So they learned defending. So yeah. now what? 
But so, what's your prediction for that game? It's a gradual process, Arubia. I mean, United were losing the first few games at home. Now they have drawn one. Now they'll win the match. <laughs> so, what's your prediction, Mano, for United Arsenal? For Arsenal, I think United will manage a two-nil or a two-one win. Really? Yeah. Wow. Just to humor me, who are the goal scorers? I think uh, Cavani might start against Arsenal. Oh, did you oh. see Cavani's first touch? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. I think I think Thiago Silva did well to good uh, position, positional presence of mine. Man, Thiago Silva. I don't know what a United needs and everything, but dude, Cavani is such a superstar player. There's no <laughs> denying that. Like, who who are the biggest stars of United Football Club right now? <laughs> Cavani, Bruno, Pogba. Yeah, that's there. And, and Rashford, like, for all the children who need food. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Ibrahimovic had a positive impact on other players' performances as well. So, we're just hoping that happens if Cavani can get, if not 20, say, a 12-15 goals in the season and he can also push Martial and Rashford to score a bit more. I hope he pushes Martial out of the club. I think Martial is <laughs> United's shani. When he comes then it will do well. Yash, what's your game for the weekend? It's obviously Fulham versus West Brom. What? The battle of the cellar dwellers. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to see who's going to be worse. <laughs> and you're going to be rooting for West Brom? Yes. <laughs> what time is that game? It's on it's Sunday at 11. Uh, 11 here, India time. Sunday night? That's yep. the only game on... Yes, that's Oh, Sunday. shit. If it was that's Saturday the only night, Sunday game. <laughs> if it was Saturday night, we could have watched it together. I yeah. think there's another game, Leeds versus Leicester. Yeah, so dude, that's, no, that's on Monday night. Because... Huh, so, I'm talking for this game. Week. No, oh, it's right. Sunday late night. It's Monday early morning. But dude, nothing can beat Fulham West Brom, even United Arsenal. Both the teams. Let's look at the table to see how desperate those teams are. So Fulham are six games and one point. I don't even know how did they get this point, but sure. <laughs> even I'm surprised. West Brom are five games and one point, right? And yeah. West Brom is six game three. And their form table, guys. This is <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. West Brom is six games and three points. I was looking at Burnley. So, yeah. this match is very important for Scott Parker's life. Life direct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the amount of like crying he did after getting Fulham through to Premier League. Uh. It's been hard on my family. <laughs> you know, it, it's not often spoken about how hard it is for them. He's like, people are like, well done, Scott, for speaking out. And now they're obviously going to fire him very soon. Oh, uh, so, man. What's your prediction for that game? High scoring three all draw, dude. <laughs> no way. Have you seen West Brom? They can't score. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Fulham guys will score own goals for them. Other than Chelsea, <laughs> West Brom can't score. <laughs> oh. I think they were think of scoring against London teams. I think West Brom will win that game. Really? Yeah. All right. Let's see how it goes. Uh, Mano, thanks a lot for coming in. Yeah. And you should come back next month so that you can point out key. You know what I said the last time. <laughs> it's come true. Sure, sure. Definitely. And yes, see you next week, man. See you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.